What is up, guys? This is the Leafs Convo podcast for December 20th, 2019, presented by Oak Ridge Ford in London, Ontario, oakridgeford.com. I am NJ with the one and only, the artist, Michael Angelo. Michael, you and I having a little difficulty getting together for this one, but l- better late than never. We're only a few minutes. Leafs at the Rangers tonight, back home to face the Wing Dings on Saturday. Any sense of where you think this is going to go? Well, based on the the level of competition in terms of where they are in the standings right now, it's, I think it's extremely necessary for the Leafs to at least get three of the possible four points and hopefully all four. The Rangers have 36 points right now. They're on the outside looking in of the playoffs. They're, they have some talent. You can't underestimate them. They have, you know, two good goaltenders. They're going to face uh, Georgiev tonight and not uh, Lundqvist because Lundqvist mm-hmm. has traditionally always had trouble with the Leafs. Um, you know, Panarin is, is one of the best forwards in the league. So this is not a team that they can sort of overwhelm. You know, Detroit's been the worst team in the NHL this year. Um, really struggling. Um, they need a win, and they'll have Michael Hutchinson in goal tomorrow for his first game. And I think oh, it's almost a month away, it seems. Uh, I, I think the last game he played was November 30th. So, you know, they need points. Um, they've been doing pretty well of late, but they need to keep it going. OG's converts, apologies for the tech diff, but we're grinding through it. Just a few minutes. We're going to get to a couple of questions. Uh, I'm going to read a poll. I've got some good news. And uh, we'll be on our way. The Leafs with three and one on their Western Road swing that started in St. Louis and ended in Edmonton. Not too shabby. Still plenty of work to do to move their way up the standings. I asked converts to grade the Leafs uh, it, uh, with their win over Buffalo. 3% said A+. plus. 32% said A, uh, 39% of you gave the Leafs a B plus in that win over the Sabres. And then uh, 19% gave you uh, the Leafs a B, 7% a C plus. When has any game versus the Sabres been a masterpiece? They got the win. Well, that, that's true, but I, I can't look. I, when it's a victory in Buffalo, then any victory is an A plus. But when it comes to playing the Sabres in Toronto and looking at the overall aspect of the game, the first two periods were an A plus and the third period was a C minus because essentially they held on for dear life in a game that they should have shouldn't not have had to have held on with. They were up three nothing going in the third. They give up a power play goal. They get a breakaway goal from Timashoff to make it four one. And for a team that can play defense, the game should have been home and cooled mm-hmm. out. But that four one score, as we know, has always been a problem for them. And they you know, they responded badly to the Opozo hit on Travis Dermott trying to score a fifth goal as a response, opened up the game, let let Eichel score to make it 4-2, let the Sabres crawl to within 4-3, and then gave him a power play late in regulation. So they barely hung on to a game that they dominated the first two periods, and that just doesn't cut it. They have to be mm-hmm. able to put away games, and they didn't put away that game. And the Leafs are trailing the Sabres by a point in the Atlantic Division. Two more points, the Leafs potentially jump the Sabres and into a playoff spot division-wise. Still a long way to go, but the optics do mean something. Uh, a tweet, I forget it was Bob McKenzie or Pierre Lebrun or someone putting out a top 10 based on win percentage in the NHL right now. The Leafs mm. not even close to that. So the Leafs should be there, but based on their play, shouldn't. But based on who they are and who they have and what they've accomplished of late, they should be there, but they shouldn't. The fact the Maple Leafs aren't among the top 10 at this point of the season, it's sad. Uh, it's disappointing, but there's work to do. And hopefully when the season ends, the Leafs are not only in the top 10, maybe even in the top five, but they're really going to have to start kicking ass. 
Yeah, and they have to take advantage of some you know games against easier opponents. I mean, for for the rest of the this this month, they play. You know, they play New Jersey. They play the Islanders. Or sorry, they play the Rangers twice. They play Detroit. Um, they, they have to take advantage of these games. Now there are going to be some tough ones in there, but they the, the games that the, the, that they're playing against teams that are below them in the standings, they have to get two points. They cannot, um, you know, shirk their responsibilities of getting victories. And under Keith, they're eight and four, and they seem to be, you know charting a much straighter course, but they have to keep doing that. This is the Leafs Convo podcast presented by Oak Ridge Ford in London, Ontario. Hey, one of our listeners is getting $100 because they referred someone who bought a car from Oak Ridge Ford. That's amazing. Three words can earn you 100 bucks. $33 a word. $33.33. Go see Norm. That's all you have to do is tell them if they're local, come see me. If I sell them a car, I will mail you a check for 100 bucks. It's Pretty easy money, just a couple of questions inside community. And I got to say, Converse OGs, you're doing an amazing job of engaging in community through the polls, through the pictures, through my silly comments, um, through my James family leaf ornament picks. Thank you very much. Uh, and of course, uh, you guys leaving your two cents and beyond. It's an amazing thing. I love what we're growing here. It's so much fun. And I'm, I'm really honored to be able to uh, moderate uh, most of it. Uh, Brian Henderson, when are the Leafs going to Nylander? Meaning, when are they going to trade him? We need to shut down defenseman ASAP. Uh, Enzo, the commissioner, all Atlantic teams are winning right now. It's scary. Can we keep up the pace? Our schedule looks good, but it's still a challenge, Mike. You just touched on that. Lord Longmarch, backup goalies. Is there an unholy goalie that will win us some games? I think the Leafs are going to have to wait probably into January before they tackle the the backup goaltending scenario. And if Hutchinson plays well against Detroit, and he'll probably play in one of the games next weekend. Um, I know the Saturday game is against the Rangers. I know I can't remember what the Friday game is that weekend, but they play back to back on the 27th and 28th. If, you know, he probably plays one of those games. And if he wins that one, then, you know, maybe they call off the, the search for a backup goalie. But uh, if, if he loses both of them or if he doesn't play impressively, then Kyle Dubas is going to have to go to work and maybe it'll be an easier task when uh, it gets closer to the February 24th deadline and teams are looking to shed, you know, some players who have, who have expiring contracts. But right now, I, I, I think the reason that they haven't made a move is because it just is going to cost them too much. And teams realize that the Leafs need a backup goaltender and they probably are raising the prices on them. So that's that's why a move, it ha- move hasn't been made yet. Wait, do you recall a Stanley Cup champion of recent times that would rather lock its backup goalie in the janitorial closet than have that backup goalie sit on the bench and potentially get into games? I, I mean, I don't really recall any team that has won the Stanley Cup that has been in, in such a uh, search for a backup uh, at any position. I mean, there's always depth moves. There's always moves for top six forwards or top four defensemen. But yeah, in terms of backup goaltend, I mean, I think it's a key for this team because we know that when it comes to the playoffs, after playing 66 games and two, two of the last three years and 60 in another year where he was injured in the middle of the year, Frederick Anderson has not had a full tank of gas. Mm-hmm. And I think that you see when he is healthy and rested, he is one of the best goaltenders in the league. And when he's not, 
He allows bad. He sometimes allows bad goals, and one or two bad goals is the difference between winning or losing a playoff series. So I think it's a must for this team in the second half to be able to find some areas where Anderson can get a rest and and you know have a game or two off and allows allows him to be fresh in the first or second week of April. Leafs at Madison Square Garden in a few hours to take on the Rangers. Then it's back home to take on the Wingdings. Um, back-to-back games, lots of hockey for us. Hopefully the Leafs are revitalized no matter what. And I always find that when they come back uh, from the the Friday trip to a home game, that they're – I don't know if it's uh, momentum or something like that. There's a, there's a sense that the team waiting for the home team coming in hot is going to be at an advantage. But – you know, the Leafs here have played pretty decent over the last couple of weeks, certainly under Sheldon Keefe. I don't see any reason why they can't go and grab a pair, especially win that game against the Wings. If you're not winning games against the Wings right now, you've got to reassess what you're doing. Just a few more things before we take off back to community. 155 votes on our last poll. I think that's a record. Let's see if we can get to 200 next time. OGs, tell your friends about this podcast. Have them like and subscribe. We want to grow this thing every single day. That helps us keep sponsorship. Helps Mike and I continue to create content for you guys. And it's just all love, right? We're having so much fun. And uh, you guys are the reason why. So help um, grow the community, uh, not just the listenership, but the active involvement on the youtube.com slash the Leafs Convo platform. One more thing. Austin Matthews, Mike. 21 goals in 35 games. Outside shot right now for 50, most likely in the the low to mid 40s. When he scores two like that, does that take the pressure off over the next few nights if he's not necessarily a a passenger, but not not necessarily contributing the way you'd hope your your top player, one of the top 10 players in the league, arguably, should be playing night in and night out, even if he isn't putting two goals in uh, that evening? It depends on whether he's contributing at the other end of the ice. And I mean, of course, you're not going to, you're not going to sort of ignore the fact that he had two goals and had one of the best goals that I've seen this year uh, against Buffalo. But in the third period, he basically gave one of them back with a bad giveaway Mm. uh, on, I think was the the third goal. So uh, if he doesn't contribute offensively, that line doesn't contribute offensively, then they have to be able to either neutralize the, the line that they're playing against or contribute in some other way. And, uh, that's where I think his failing has been. He's having a great offensive year, but he's only now starting to show a little bit more of some effort in the defensive zone. And when he doesn't score, he has to be a force in the defensive zone. His line mates, collectively a, a minus four, Willie a minus one, Casper Capitan a minus three, Austin Matthews a plus six um, based on the eye test behind Ilya Mikhaev, uh, who's a, a plus seven. So there's just... So much work left to do for this team, but the reason why we have to at least cre- leave some positivity on the table is that the, the ability of this team is, is there in abundance. Where it's been in the playoffs should give these guys <clears throat> plenty of hunger and plenty of vigor and motivation to get past where they've been and where they haven't been able to get to. Um, sure, they could use some more defensive help. They could, you know, use a, a lockdown bonafide number two goaltender. It's up to Kyle Dubas and those guys, and I guess ultimately up to the players to position themselves in a way that um, leaves management no other choice than to augment the group and strengthen the group as opposed to um, disassemble it in a way uh, for future seasons. Mike, last word to you.
Yeah, I, I think right now, um, you know, Frederick Anderson has been a force for this team playing in eighth straight. He's going to play, I believe it's his ninth tonight. Um, if the Leafs get back into the playoff race, which right now I think they're on the verge of at, their, at 39 points, everything is like if four teams are within two points of each other. Uh, if they continue on this positive track and they're and they claw claw back into the top three in the Atlantic, it's going to be all on the back of Freddie Anderson. Michael, thank you very much. The Sunday spectacular just a few days away. Enjoy the games. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Norm.